You're listening to the Compliance Insiders with Roger Fendelman, where you can hear the best and brightest experts in the mortgage industry discuss compliance and technology issues that affect you. It's all you need to know in 10 minutes or less. I have with me Ray Snightshuvel, General Counsel of Paramount Equity Mortgage, located in Irvine, California. Ray's been in the mortgage business for almost, get this, 90 years. (laughs) Thank you. You look great, too. I look more like a 52-year-old, right? (laughs) He's been in sales, customer service, operations, audit, and, of course, compliance and legal. Ray's going to share his perspectives as general counsel with us from time to time. We're really glad to have him aboard. Ray, what keeps you up at night these days? Lots of things. The general counseling, it's never one thing, it's multiple things. So I'll deal with issues relating to anything from wage hours to, of course, mortgage compliance. And, and really, when it comes to things, I always want to make sure that we have processes in place. I always think that we do. I always think that, you know, we've done our training, we put our, our processes in place. And then sometimes I think I'm fooling myself. So we always have to double check what we've done. Sometimes what you find out is in the building your process, you don't have the connections right and, and something might go astray. And I think that's what keeps me up at night is did we really do that correctly? Did we really get that policy procedure out? Did we really do that testing? Did we really have that conversation with the the leaders that I was supposed to have. And then you always ask yourself, did you do enough? So for me, it's always a matter of really focusing on, like if it's, if it's a compliance issue, did we really publish that policy procedure? Was it well vetted? And in fact, did we actually train on it? And if we trained on it, did we actually test it to see if it's in place? And so I think it's a challenge that every company has to deal with. But we're always wondering what we missed as opposed to what we've done. What's an example of a situation like that? Well, it could be, you know, obviously a number of things. It could be anything from, uh, it's a loan comp issue, right? So if you have the loan comp rule, it could be anything from, did we uh, establish the policy correctly? Did the leaders understand when we said you make a compensation policy, this is what it should look like? Does finance know exactly what to look for or accounting or payroll when they have to pay these out? Do I look at the records to make sure that the uh, payroll is correct and someone hasn't switched the compensation policy unwittingly or unknowingly that violates the policy we've established? So those are the kind of things we'll have to look at and then we have to deploy people to test it and we've done that many times we'll do some assessments and take a look and and talk to departments and find out yes we got it right or if we didn't we tweak it and that's just one example i mean that could be any multiple of 100 points of trid to uh, wage an hour uh, processes and and compliance Uh, so we have labor issues just comes across all the time if anybody wonders why compliance is so expensive and eats up such a large portion of the origination costs This is exactly why, because you have to spend so much time and put in so much effort to make sure that the policies and procedures are correct, that training has been issued, and that you're testing to ensure people are actually following it. And when it comes to LO Comp, which was a great example, Ray, if you make a change to your compensation structure, it's not just as simple as someone with a stroke of a pen saying, we're going to change your compensation there are multiple steps that have to be taken just to make the smallest of changes. I would agree with that. I think one way to control for that, and on paper, like anything else, it sounds good as I say it, but an execution is harder, but a good way to handle that is a change control management. So the company should understand and actually understand, just not just a policy procedure, but actually engage a policy or process where there's going to be a change and has an effect somewhere. There needs to be a process for that. The simple answer is, if you're going to change anything on loan compensation or anything regarding products, it might have a fair lending impact or anything, just call me, email me so we can discuss it. And I always hope that people will do that. Generally, they do in the company. But you need to have a control point that when something's going to change, you can step back and you can assess it. 
It's not only just from a compliance or legal perspective, then also technology and other processes need to be informed as well so that it goes smoothly. So I think the key there is to making sure that you have an actual good change control process. I'm not just saying that you put a PNP in place and hope it works, but you actually shake the hands of leaders from time to time, including your company president and the people in IT, that they have a familiarity that when they know something's going to change, they're going to give you a call. Interesting. And so you'd mentioned <clears throat> control management and you are the control for your company and you're you're sort of that gatekeeper. And that makes sense because as the company's general counsel, your job is to control risk for the company. Yes, I think that's really what it is. It's not, you know, it's a risk management function. It's not about black and white law, turn left, turn right. It's a matter of what are the situation, assess it understand the impact and then deploy the right answer. And the law and the regulation, particularly in compliance, it's not an exact science. So you need the time to assess it given the facts that you have and the resources you have to deploy your solution. But to answer your question, yes, I mean, I hope I'm one of the control points and leaders in in the company. I'm not the only one, but I'm the one that maybe might be most interested as a practical matter. And I'm very sure to engage other leaders in the company when there's going to be a change, especially if it impacts their area. So I would hope they would do the same, of course, and I have had that happen. So you might have capital markets knows that they want to do something and realize, hey, that might have a compliance implication. So they call me as, as a result. So it's training the leadership to understand what change might look like. And if you don't know if a change is going to have an impact in an area, but it might, it might be good to investigate and find out what that impact Interesting. is. And we know with the rule changes over the last several years, without an effective compliance management program or system in place to handle all the changes, there's no way to measure the effectiveness of the changes you and your technology providers are actually making. I would agree with that. Again, I think it's a matter of good organization and understanding your risk points going in. I think risk comes a couple of ways. One is you can plan for it because you can identify it and address it. You can figure out a way to answer the risk point and how to respond to that and what tools you have in place and resources to address that risk. And then, of course, you have the other risk, which comes across your desk while you're doing your real job. And suddenly they say, hey, we have a fire to put out and what do we do here? And so suddenly you have to get really good and really fast in responding to addressing that risk. So you should always do all the planning, but nothing can stop the things that come across your desk after, as you said, 90 years, I guess, in this business, uh, if I were so lucky. But 90 years in this business, or more like 30 years in this business, things have still come across my desk I look at, and I think, I've never seen that. I never would have expected that. That's a new one for me. Are you a compliance insider? Then go to compliancepodcast.com immediately and join our mailing list so you never miss an episode. Got something to say? Request to be on the show. Go to compliancepodcast.com with your topic ideas. And as always, thank you for listening.